Hi, everybody. Claire with Clairvoyant Psychic Medium. Erica Wayne. We're together today. Yay. And so it's weird because we're looking what. But guys, we came up with some fucking cool plans today. And get ready because very soon we're about to have some bomb ass podcasts and movie videos, whatever. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> we always were like, okay, we're starting, and then we're like, oh, wait, like, wait, yeah. like, what? <laughs> um, yeah, we did. We got a lot of work done today when it comes to like our combined coaching packages and our parties that we offer and our podcast space and. We have a garage sale coming up so we just have a lot of stuff in the works and going on and when yeah. it comes to even like thinking about last week I don't even know that I can go there right now so all I know is that it was probably the most craziest week ever because yeah. that moon even though it was a new moon it was insane it was square you're on it so it was like it was just straight chaos Volatile. yeah there I you kept go using that word and I did too actually so yeah so um, we're past it. So what's coming on now? So this is for Monday, the 21st. 21st. So we start out with um, the moon in Libra. So we are working on kind of like balancing our emotions. Um, we are looking for like where there isn't peace and harmony in our lives or what is making us feel like emotionally out of alignment type of stuff. And it's going to conjunct the south node on monday so we're also probably feeling out things from the past feeling out moments where we have maybe put ourselves last instead of putting ourselves first so like all the times that we have been a people pleaser been a diplomat tried to work things out tried to put tried to bring in peace and harmony tried to not compromise treated fairly yeah just not putting ourselves first yeah. basically so you you could be feeling that you know you could be and feeling the emotions could be coming up because of that and because it's in the moon it's emotions yeah and a lot too with relationships you i mean you could be having relationships from the past coming back to like you know show you if a pattern is repeating or not um and guys, we have Venus retrograde, a couple days, Mercury is going to be retrograde. So those exes, those past people, they're going to be popping up. Just relationships of all, of all sorts, honestly. And it's like, to me, it feels like a very, like, it's funny because we've been, I've been having this talk a lot come up lately, like with my family and my boyfriend of just like, like, I think it was a family counselor, like, use the whole analogy of putting your own, like, when you're on a plane, you put your own mask on first before you can eat. And he was, he actually used that whole scenario to test me because he's like, as a, like mothers come in and I give them this situation and they're always like, well, I got to take care of my kids first. And when he said that to me, I was like, well, I know better because I know that if I was trying to take care of my kids first, I would pass out from not having enough oxygen and then we're all going to die. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's a lot of that energy coming up. It's like, where, how can you take care of yourself first? Like you're not any good in relationships if you're not putting yourself first. Mm, that was perfect. Cause that's like, I can't even tell you. And I think that that must be because of the um, South node now being in Libra, but I'm constantly like, you can't show up for this relationship because you're not even fucking showing up for yourself. So that there's going to be, 
probably a shit ton more of that. And you're going to be faced with how you're not showing up for yourself. Yes. Yep. So that's Monday. Um, so then later on in the evening, the moon will move into Scorpio. So, I mean, Scorpio moon is like deep, deep emotion, subconscious, psychological, shadows. Uh, sometimes I think too that like when we, when we go from Libra to Scorpio in that emotional realm, it's like, okay, well, I figured out what was out of balance. And like, I'm aware of that. But like, what kind of like work do I need to do in my head about this? You know, does that make sense? Like what kind of work? Maybe it's like a, I would think that Libra is more head. I think like I smile because I just imagine like Libra sitting here trying to balance everything all together and then they just say fuck it and jump in yeah jump into the so i agree i agree libra's head stuff but i also think of scorpio as like the psychological head stuff okay, you know yeah, so yeah. it's like when you say jump in i think it might be like one of those things where maybe when it's in libra we're like is this me or is this them and then once it gets into scorpio we're like like you're gonna be more clear about that like that's my own shadows that's my own fears that's my own limiting beliefs you'll clearly just be able to distinguish that right between what is you and what is them yeah and depth and yeah just crying a lot (laughs) (laughs) yay oh but it's a mars moon too so like you have to give there a little bit of spiciness um that will give you the power to do, to do something about it, to do something about the fear. Oh, good. Ooh, good. Okay. Also, on Monday, Mars will start making an opposition to Neptune. So Mars is currently in Virgo, and Neptune is in Pisces, like 27 degree mark. So um, it's funny when you brought up the fact that like the Scorpio moon co-rules Mars, right? And Neptune loves being in Pisces, so it's extra powerful there. Um, This is going to be, like, a power struggle, I want to say, between the practicality of what we believe and the Delulu part, right, of Pisces. Like, we, we talked about this in previous podcasts, but we said like the positive side of this is faith. The negative side of this is delusion. Okay. So if we're in opposition with like our passion and our drive. Mars, right? Yes. Okay. And I also used to explain Virgo as like when I think of the duality, because whenever I think of opposition, I think of duality, like they're the opposites, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I always, I've always said it this way that like Pisces is spiritual, it's God. And then Virgo is the embodiment of that. It's like how you walk that talk on the physical plane. That's why I always compare it to Jesus because Jesus is like the human incarnation of God. But think of that as like a metaphor, right? Like how are you the human incarnation of God, of your spiritual beliefs and principles? Because if you aren't coming, if you aren't acting on that from a place of faith, then you very well could be acting on that from a place of delusion instead. I wanted to just say also ego. Why did I want to say that? Because I could see Mars in Virgo being egotistical and critical 
And it's like that, like that, uh, holier than thou, yeah. right? It's that holier than thou ego. Virgo, like, is judgmental. That's, it is a judgmental sign, placement, whatever. And in Mars, when it's going to be, what did you say to? Oppose Neptune. Opposing. So it's going to be judging all of your delusions, all of your, that's good. It's good, yeah, but like I think but it's like it's you don't want to lose, for and you also don't want to lose the faith part, right? You, that's the hard part because your critical mind wants to come in and be like, "What I'm trying to have faith in is a delusion." You get what I'm saying? When, when in reality, you might just need to have faith, but also it could be the other side where you are also just delusional. So, how how do you tell the difference? How do you tell the? But I actually kind of want to dig into that. How do you tell the difference? Like for me. I think I can tell the difference. I think it has to do with getting into your, your intuition. You know, if you have a good, strong intuition and you are being guided by that intuition, then I think it comes down to faith because it's like, this feels scary, but I know it's the right thing to do. So I'm going to have faith. I don't know how this is all going to work out, but I, I know it's the right thing. So I'm going to have faith. The delusional side of that is when you're trying to like basically like you're just like dreaming about things that you'll never actually take action on or you're trying you kind of know deep down inside that this person isn't right for you but you're deluding yourself that they are you know like you're creating ignoring this fake scenario flags, you're ignoring what people are saying you're ignoring your intuition you're all of that so when you were talking about the first part um i kept hearing surrender surrender so faith requires you to surrender delusion requires you constant fuckery in your head yeah 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 so it's like you're you're surrendering to the things that you know in your body that intuition knowing that's what you're surrendering to but you're also being realistic with yourself about delusions Delusions can also be, you can also, I think, distinguish them between like fears, limiting beliefs, right? Yeah. Imposter syndrome. I just want to keep going. Like it's the, you're, you're spinning, you're spiraling. So delusions cause you, cause confusion. Ooh, also Virgo is also an archetype of the healer too, right? It's like health and healing. I think that could be another way that we get deluded as in like thinking we always have to be fixing ourselves and healing ourselves and we're never good enough and like that kind of thing. And, and the other side of that in Pisces is like, let go, like let, let surrender. Like you're going to be healed when you're meant to be healed. We can't control that. We yeah. can't force healing. We just heal. We just, it just happens to us. Right. Mm, that was perfect. Okay, now the other cool part about Monday is that, like she said, Venus is still in retrograde. Now it's going to start squaring Jupiter. So, and Jupiter is in Taurus. Taurus, okay. So, Jupiter in Taurus is like hell yeah, right? Because Taurus itself is a very manifesting sign. And then you add Jupiter in there, it's like double the manifestation yeah. power, double the physical manifestation power, right? Like all of the things that you. All of the things that you have been studying, learning, 
putting effort into. You can manifest into physical reality, right? So now we're looking at that square. Well, the only thing getting in the way is Venus retrograde in Leo. That's where that, that tension is coming from. So I want to just go back to the authenticity thing again with that. Like, maybe that's the delusional part too, right? Like, because if you're trying to, if you're trying to dream up things that aren't in alignment with your true authentic self, that's a delusion. You're not going to be able to manifest those things. Okay. So an example that my, that I just pooped out in my head. So I'm thinking about like, okay, for some reason this keeps coming up. When I worked at the Humane Society, um, I started this job and I wanted to just be an adoption counselor. And the adoption counselor was like, you know, bringing the animals to this room and showing them to the potential um, people that want to adopt. And it was all happy. Everything is happy, you know? And then because it's a nonprofit, I ended up wearing 19 different hats and they were like, okay, you have to be carrying 50 pound cat litter bags. You have to do euthanization, stuff like that. Um, I physically can't carry 50 pounds because of my back and emotionally, mm -mm. Uh, the day that they told me that I had to do euthanization, I was like, I couldn't, I can't do that. Did mm -hmm. that mean anything? Yeah. It's like okay. that self-awareness. Like I think Venus retrograde in Leo is self-awareness. It's you really intimately knowing yourself who you are and what is in alignment with that right so like if you were like me you're like i'm not going to take a job where i can lift 50 pounds stop being delusional thinking you can do something that you can't mm -hmm. yep yep and i also think of it too as like it could also be like with relationships like i don't know why the thing was kind of playing out in my head where like let's say you make the decision that you really want to move to some place that you know is like good for you you know is right for you like that would be a good environment for me right and then let's say that you have a significant other who is like oh i like i'm struggling with that you know like struggling with whether they're gonna want to move with you or not so then they send you a house for sale in the town you're currently living in and you get all delusional, like, mm, maybe I should try to manifest that house. And it's like, wait oh. a second, you were wanting to move away from here. Why are you trying to manifest a house in this town when you don't even want to live here? You know, like those types of things. Like going against your authenticity, your, what you know. Yeah. Yeah. And feel and. And it wow. could also be like, maybe you make some changes to your actual physical space to align more with you, you know, like just, I think of like form, material stuff, job, like tourists, it could also be jobs, like how you independently make, mo make money, um, acquire things, like just things and possessions and stuff like that. Are those things in alignment with yourself? Yeah. I love that you just said the like sacred space thing kind of because today we revamped the shed. <laughs> well, I did. We got a lot of work done and I body doubled and was able to do a ton of stuff, came up with a bunch of ideas. And now like this feels like work here. This is fully, wholly only my business here. And it feels like it's in alignment with you, yeah. you know, and then, and then you notice how like the oh, manifestation yeah, coming and comes out of that. Right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Ooh. 
So take some time to really think about that on Monday. This is Monday still, right? Yep. Yeah. So take some time to really think about that. Like, am I going against something that I really feel that I should, like, shouldn't be or whatever? Like, check yourself. I also think how we like wreck yourself. <laughs> I also think sometimes too about how like we we fantasize about just things we want to buy, you know? Oh my god! And then maybe sometimes you check yourself with that too and be like, wait, is this really helping me in my journey? Is this really authentic? Is this real? You know, like, are you trying so to acquire me, me buying twelve skeletons? That's in alignment with you. I mean, like the people that buy things for like clout right? Like to impress someone. That's totally too impressive. I mean, okay. But then you also got to think about your, I think it's also about your journey though, right? Like your journey, part of your journey is also getting your name out there in this community. You purchasing these things helps with that, right? So it kind of is in alignment with where you're going. Thanks for that for me. <laughs> I mean, I just don't feel like there's anything wrong with it, but. I am constantly known for like I could log into my Hot Topic account, my Spencer's account, my Five Below, Amazon, Timu. I have carts galore, thousands of dollars just in sitting in these carts because I pretend in my head like I want that, I want that, but I don't ever do it. After this podcast, I'm going to have to tell you something I learned. I actually listened to this on the way up here. Again, it has to kind of do with human design, but it's like, it's like, like dreaming versus actually taking action on those dreams. Sometimes the dreaming part is like just enough dopamine for us that yes. we don't take action. Yeah. You know, so that might be actually something that it's okay. That's coming up. Well, maybe it's more or less you start asking yourself which things you're actually going to take action on and start clearing the clutter, you know, like, yeah. Hey, I keep fantasizing about this, but what am I doing to make it happen? What, what, like, are my purchases making this happen, you know, or am I buying things that have nothing to do with this? Or am I buying okay. things just because I'm dreaming about it, but it has nothing to do with like, you know, where I'm like, what my purpose is too. I think of it as a lot like, like, is this a lot in alignment with you and your purpose and your mission and like what you're trying to do in the world. And also this is being retrograde shit too. When it comes to buying stuff, I have heard from almost all of my clients. They're like, Oh my God, I can't buy things like I used to right now. Or I feel like money isn't coming the way that it should be and blah, blah and it, that's all venus retrograde money stuff but um i definitely know like okay so we have a lot of stuff coming up and i'm like i want new clothes and i said that to cho where i was like i'm going to buy some more dresses i'm gonna buy some more clothes and he doesn't care he's like okay and um which is bad for me <laughs> but <laughs> um there's a bug Okay. And I, I, I like have all of this, but then I, I like reel on it for days to be like, which ones are the perfectest ones? And then I'll be like, oh, but okay. I'm going to buy these 12, five foot skeletons instead. Ooh, you also just made me think too about the whole decision-making part of human design, right? 
because like that can really help you with this when it comes to living with your intuition and your authentic self. Like for me, I need like a really long time to make decisions. So that shit would probably sit in my car for a month and I'd have to look at it every so often and be like, do I still feel as strongly as I did about it a couple days ago and see how much I changed before I make that decision for you? It's like, it's like an invitation thing, right? So it's like, yeah, those came in stock and they were out of stock for months and months and months. And I just so happened to see the post that said, they're back. And I was like, ah! there you go. So it's kind of like you were invited into yeah. it and then you have to feel that. Yes. Right. So then I think for you too, like that excitement that you're feeling is yes. If you were to feel kind of like weighed down by it, then that would be okay. a no. So I do that all the time. Okay. Good and that's job. knowing Good yourself. That's self-awareness. If you're a generator, you're going to listen to your sacral response, you know, feel if it feels contracted, it's a no. If it feels lighter or bubbly or whatever, then that's a yes. Some people even hear like a uh-huh or a nah in their head or whatever. Like, yeah. So you just need to know, you need to know that about yourself and start making decisions from there instead of like, oh, well, I wonder what other people would think, or I, I wonder yeah. if this would impress someone, or I wonder if this would get me some attention, or, oh, you know, stuff like that. that. Self, no, exactly. That. And yeah. that Leo energy, too, of, like, wanting to be seen and validated and loved and stuff like that. So it's like... Wait, we're on the 21st. When did we switch out of Leo? Like, oh, in, in this there. week, okay. yep. <laughs> <laughs> I always think the 21st is, like, the day, usually. So yeah, I think, I think that's it. You got anything else to add to that? Oh, well, how many days do we have left of Leo? Oh, so we are moving into, Does this is this toothpaste time right now? Yes, yes, yeah, Tuesday is the last day of Leo season. So okay. yes, we're in toothpaste time. So Monday and Tuesday will be the last, ego full leo oh thank god we'll still have venus and leo yeah. for a while but yeah you're right it won't be as intense leo yeah okay that's it okay so tuesday august 22nd moon is in scorpio at this point right and um it's going to be making oppositions as it moves throughout the day to the stuff in taurus so it's like then we're looking at the Scorpio Taurus axis which is again like what we've been doing the past two years yeah so it's like nothing unfamiliar there right. right but like just to kind of quickly say something about it I also think it's like where you depend on yourself versus where you can depend on others where you are independent versus where you're more intimate you know I don't like the way I said that but I can't think of another way to word My it my brain is saying like fears and reality comfort discomfort like mm. stuff like that yep too. yep and like scorpio in that discomfort is also trying to find intimacy it's trying to like open up and go deep with people and like rely on people and share with people and help people and and then also the manifestation part of that too taurus is the material plane scorpio is like alchemy it's like how you it's like the magic part of manifestation right like as to where Taurus is like, I'm going to manifest 500 bucks. If I show up to work eight to five Monday through Friday, I will make 800 bucks by the end of that. That's Taurus. Scorpio's like, well, if I, you know, 
rely, if I like call up my buddy old pal over there, he might have an idea. And then I can also like write this list and burn it. And then I cannot, you know what I'm saying? It's more like the, the metaphysical side of manifestation. I wanted to say manipulation. Well, yeah, it's like manipulation of the elements of astrology. It's using astrology to manifest. It's using, like I said, the elements. People and other things. So it is very... Okay, it's all of because Scorpio is warts and all. It's everything, and not everything's Pisces is everything, but it's pretty damn close. And um, Taurus is very physical and factual, kind of material. Yeah. It's like what you can see, touch. It's what you can sense. sense. Yeah. And Scorpio is mainly feeling. And I also like what you said about the Scorpio versus Pisces. Like Pisces is everything up here. Scorpio is everything down here, you know? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so also it's the last day of Leo season. So I just wanted to also say that like I, the sun and Leo are perfectly aligned, you know? So they're at home. This is its home sign. Feels good. But we have Venus retrograde in Leo, so it isn't feeling the best right now. But the sun feels good. But that's why this Leo season is so weird, I think. I agree. Um, what was it that I was saying? I think it was 2015 was the last Venus retro we had in Leo. Um, so that was the last time Leo season probably felt weird, right? The Leo seasons in between then have just been like, son and Leo, party, act like a kid, have fun, be seen, be extra, be bold, you know, like all those things. Now wow. it's like, now though, it's kind of like turning that inwards and being like, I don't really want to hang out with these people. I don't really want to go do this. I don't really like feel this aligned job. with drinking and feeling like shit anymore in the summer. Wow. It's a lot of job stuff too. Cause it's like how you, yeah, how you, uh, you know, like, like even like stuff that you own, you know, like, man, I don't find this that valuable anymore, man. I fucking don't give a shit about the money I'm making at this place anymore because I fucking hate it. It's not what I want to do. This isn't anything to do with my purpose or what I feel, what lights me up inside, you know, or man, this person is constantly misunderstanding me. They're not seeing me. They're not validating me. I'm pissed off, you know? Well, that makes a lot of sense because like looking at just in my life in general, um, I have a niece whose birthday is on the 4th of July. So we always usually do like a whole like big outside cookout, whatever, fireworks and everything. She didn't even come this time. Like the fun isn't there. That's, I know that's not Leo season because that's cancer, 4th of July. But like that's my summer and my head is that kind of stuff. But like I didn't even get invited to go swimming. I didn't even go. Like, I think I went in my pool once. Like, this summer was such a... <laughs> I would agree. I feel the same way. And everybody is like, what the fuck? Where did it go? Like, yes, we're old and things go fast. Okay. But this one was way different. It was I was just work, 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 work. I was saying that when I took the kids back to school, I'm like, it literally feels like last week that I was picking them up on their last day. Like, it feels like there was no time yeah. in between. I don't know, man. I think it's like, I think the world is wild right now. And Sorry, 
I will go off. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's like we've been we've been trying to I feel like we've been trying to inwardly reflect at the same time as being outward. You know, like we haven't really had like a break between the two. Like, a, oh, I'm going to be inward now and then I'm going to be like I'm going to be introverted and then I'm going to be extroverted. It feels like we're kind of trying to juggle both sides at the same time. For me personally, I've been having fun with this though because I'm noticing that I'm more aware of like myself, my thoughts, my feelings as I'm being extroverted. As to where before I felt like I was like, like if I was in a conversation with someone, I would feel like I would kind of lose myself in that. But now I feel more slowed down in my head about it, you know, like where I'm like, oh yeah, I just noticed a feeling and I just noticed that thought. And you know what I mean? I think that I do know what you mean. <clears throat> um, and that's amazing for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh she's like good for you I think that for me because it's a little different right now because I'm still on my little tolerance break that I'm doing and I am recognizing a lot of emotions that I disassociating from Mm -hmm. so probably because I'm in Aquarius and Leo season this has been very fucking uncomfortable I, I would agree it's been really uncomfortable for me too though like like noted being aware in those moments is uncomfortable because yes. it's like what do I do with this I, yeah we've been talking like all last week all whatever we were just constantly like there's so much rage what do we do with this like oh it's been bad there's been a lot of rage and, and if you guys are not in that rage in some kind of a way of what's going in and on in the world like what the fuck you might be the lulu yeah. you know that might be your sign shit is not okay right and I think a lot of that, when it, when we talk about the Leo season, a lot of that is like feeling like you don't fit in, feeling like you don't. That's Aquarius. So why, why did you say that? I would disagree because I think that Aquarius, I think Aquarius is like, come here, you fit in with me. Like, I'll help you, dear friend. I will go after the underdog and show you where to fit in. Leo is just like that. I want to fit in. You know oh, what I mean? I see yeah okay so, so it's like, like the actuality that it's hard to not be, fitting in and it's hard it's just the actuality that it is fucking so hard to be authentic right now because of all yeah. this group think out there in the world and pluto and aquarius is going to come through and wreak havoc on all of that so i think right now we're kind of in that like anticipation of that you know it's like God, I just Something's want the world coming. like Something's yeah. Coming. We all just want the world to be a place where we can just be. We we can just exist and be ourselves and be authentic and not have to worry about that. But it's just not quite there just yet. Like that song, man. What was the name of that song? The one that that you sent me. That rich rich men rich men from Richmond. I think it's like number one on iTunes right now. Um, I posted it on my personal Facebook, but like. It's just talking about, well, now my brain just farted it all out. What were you just talking about? Well, no, actually, you just made me think of this. That's a good example because that guy was literally just trying to express himself, right? Leo, expression, expressing his feelings, expressing himself. And even still- he was dealing with his mental health is what he said. He's like, this is just me dealing with my mental health. And even still, even as he has a number one freaking spot on iTunes, we have the Democratic Party coming in to shit on him and being like, we denounce this. Like, it's like, no matter what you do, you're going to get fucking shit on no matter what. And the cancel culture and all that shit. It's like, you feel like you, and that goes back to what I said too, about how you feel like you have to tiptoe around everyone's comfort levels. 
you know, like, Ooh, am I going to, and actually my, it's Leo season. my, oh. my therapist said, and we kind of said, I think you kind of said this last week, but I'm just going to say it again. Cause my counselor said something that was really good. So like as an authentic person, it is not your job to make people comfortable. Oh, like something just like uh, in me with that. Yep. I, I want to literally say this. I feel that I was born and raised to make other people's comfortable. To make them comfortable? To take care of their emotions, to make them comfortable. So this is interesting too, because I think that like we went through traumatic childhoods, right? Where people did, like I said, people use this as like a receptacle for all their shit. And then they kind of like programmed us. Like you are valuable as long as you just hold all of our shit for us. But then as we have grown and evolved and went through our healing journey and everything, we've really had to come face to face with that because when it comes to our purpose, our mission, our values, we want to help people. We want to help people grow. So the only way that we can- It has a lot to do with that because of how we were born and raised to take care of people's emotions. We're fucking good at it. And we're used to being uncomfortable because people used us as that. We've had to, we've lived in a constant state of uncomfort. So it's like when it comes to facing that next uncomfortable thing so we can grow and evolve, it's like, we got that, right? But it's like when it comes to helping other people, we can't sugarcoat things. We can't make you feel comfortable because if you're going to grow, we're going to have to show you you like where you're being delusional, where you are venting instead of taking action right like are you just Victim are you just instead of warrior mentality right exactly so as, as as we are committing to living fully in our authentic nature and also a part of that is like we have to take up space you know we are taking up space in that authenticity and we don't give a fuck if that makes you uncomfortable anymore <laughs> like this is me take it or leave it if you, if you want to, <laughs> if you feel uncomfortable while I'm taking up space, that's fine. Are you going to face that uncomfort? Yeah, because why, what does that say about you? Yeah. And if not, then, and you run away, then I'm going to let you go, you know, let go. Stop oh, trying man, to, you're like hold. triggering me right now. I can feel the blood boil. It's because of the whole men thing that I went through last week. Mm. So oh, I had, I've had two sessions since we've had podcasts with my therapist about how I hate men, (laughs) how I don't trust men, how whatever. Um, and so much of it, like, okay. So for example, I don't even know if I've told you this yet. Um, in my session, this last, this last one we had, I had to take all, I didn't really understand what she was saying, but for some reason, my brain took it as throw the bodies in the box but I think she meant to throw the broken pieces or something like that okay but I threw the bodies so um I was a picturing like a train car and like a uh shipping container thing you know and I was throwing all of the bodies in the that wronged me all of the men so like going all the way back to like my uncle, I even talked about this with my grandma yesterday and my uncle has passed away and I had a whole fucking weird thing that popped up with it and then whatever. But anyways, my uncle, my senior year told me you're never going to amount to anything. And I've had teachers 
like just because I asked questions, just because I said that they that I correct or I like said they were wrong, I get kicked out of class. I would get Saturday schools. I would get detentions. I in in college I would get kicked out of class. I like just for asking fucking questions. I got kicked out of churches. Same. I got like so many things and. That is like after like going through this tolerance break. That was the most amount of rage that came out last week. Um, for me to be like, God damn it, how do I even fucking talk to a man? Because I can't, I can't. And then for me to go to Cho, like I had to go to a back to school thing for Cho. Um, and this fucking guy like came up to me and just shoved his hand in my face and was like, Hi, like just no, just the audacity. You know, and because I was eating, I like had just, and then he wanted me to like shake my saliva hands. I was like, and I, I went like that with his hands. But anyways, um, I don't even know what feelings happened. Taking or, up space, you know, yeah. like who gives a fuck if that's going to piss that man off. Right. Like so, my comfort comes first, that, that mask thing oh, again, right? Yeah. Like you're making me uncomfortable and I'm going to take up space right now. So that way, like, I'm going to say you are making me uncomfortable and I don't give a fuck anymore if that makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. And I'm pretty, yeah, I did say all of that stuff that I channeled in that meditation, excuse me, last week. And that is something that I have to read if I have to encounter men and I still avoid things like. I haven't went to tires plus yet to figure out, I don't, I, whatever. I, just because I don't want to get mansplained. I avoid men. But that's why I was having these rapey, or not rapey sessions, uh, therapy sessions to try to like deprogram to know that like I am allowed to take up space. I am allowed to be my authentic self. If I make them uncomfortable, not my fucking problem anymore. And that was what was the hugest thing because my whole life I was programmed to know and feel and think that it was my problem and a lot of women have been mm -hmm. like I have been actually seeing this whole like sexism thing in general just coming up so much lately like all like women have been programmed for centuries that our value is dependent on other people how well we yeah. take care of other people right Who the fuck are you then yeah like that's where we are left with as women to be like uh what if I don't have kids or what if my kids are grown and leaving yeah. how many times have we been coming up God. with that middle-aged yeah. women they're like my kids are they're almost like, gone what yeah what do yeah. I like what are my hobbies I've been noticing that a lot with like mm -hmm. clients it's like what do you do for self-care and they're like take care of my family yeah like what is self-care yeah brain broken yeah take up space be put loud. yourself first yeah it's funny too when you said the thing about the bodies freaking that what is that called like that let the bodies yeah. hit the floor and then I was like what are the lyrics with that and it's literally just like it's just like beaten why for I can't take much more there's nothing wrong with me something's got to give right like something's got to give there's and I love that part there is nothing wrong with me the coolest thing was because at the end of um, that EMDR session, she has you like gather all of your pieces, whatever. But in this one, she had me walking on a bridge to go to the like new me or whatever, the person that doesn't care about these bodies or whatever. But I imagined in my head, the bridge going over 
the shipping container and all these bodies were burning in there and I was all like <laughs> Dang, Aries moon is fun. <laughs> yeah, but being like that and then going over and just feeling fucking safe. Safe is a big one. Safe is a big one. Safe to be myself, you know? Oh, be a woman. Safe to be. Because that's a good oh. fucking point. We were born this way. There's nothing that we can do about that. We should stop bending and breaking for that right like yeah. you, you can see that a lot like like i said the problem with the feminist movement is that it became a competition with men it was like how how well can i be like a man it's like that isn't a real feminist movement a real feminist movement is saying like hey we're different from you and that's fucking okay <sighs> we should be able to just be who we are if you want to stay home and raise your kids you should have that right if you want to go to work you should have that right if you want to be a fucking muscle fucking builder cool good for you if you want to be a dainty fucking ballerina yeah good for you like you should have that fucking choice and you shouldn't be put to all these labels and standards just because you were born with a vagina that is not your fault you didn't ask for that yeah you shouldn't have to fucking suppress your emotions to make other be people feel uncomfortable you shouldn't have to not trust your intuition that's part of being a woman yeah right the uh, oh okay we're running off on my horse uh, um go off about this Come we to really could. The witch festival, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. It should be a commercial. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So, Wednesday, August 23rd, the moon is still in Scorpio. Mars is still opposing Neptune. And Venus retrograde is still squaring Jupiter. So, nothing changed from everything that we've been talking about, except Mercury goes retrograde. On Wednesday? And this is Virgo season two. Mm -hmm. The same day that Virgo season starts, Mercury goes retrograde. Yep. In Virgo. I'm going to pull this up just to make 100% Fucking fuck. So we have no good Virgo energy. I noticed that today because today, we're recording this on Friday because today's a Virgo moon, isn't it? No, today's a Libra moon. Wait, today as in today, today. Today, Friday. Oh, fuck. I know it's a Virgo moon. So, because I was like, I am not feeling like how I normally am on Virgo moves. Oh. But it's because we're still in shadow phase with Mercury. Yeah. So, this is going to be such an interesting Virgo season, Mercury retrograde. Like, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to feel. And like I said, Mars opposed Neptune. Like, it, like Mars invert. Like, it's making weird aspects, I guess, is what I'm trying to say um yeah but mercury goes retrograde at about 4 p.m so yeah but that's accurate the sun's gonna move into virgo the same day that mercury goes retrograde so also think of the sun is like shining a light right it's like that's the season because it's lighting up that sign it's lighting virgo up at this point so virgo is illuminated right and then as soon as virgo is like shining mercury which fucking rules virgo goes and i'm hermit <laughs> which is actually kind of, i like i like mercury retrograde in virgo yeah it feels very aligned because when i think of virgo i, th I also think of the hermit card and what better fucking hermit energy than a mercury retrograde yeah but i feel like there's more i want to say about this like um let me think here I, I think I might have said this last time, or I said it maybe, I think I might have said it uh, with you Wednesday. I don't know. But um, 
whenever whenever something is retrograde in Virgo, it's all in Gemini. It's always like, okay, we have 19 tabs open. When it goes retrograde, it goes down to like 10 tabs instead of 19. It's not that bad because it's in its home sign. Am I wrong? I'm going to say it's like when you say the tabs thing, that makes me actually think of more like Gemini Mercury, right? Okay. Virgo Mercury to me feels like it's more of like that old wise what you already know. You know, it's like that, I might, like, a, like a monk, you know, like it's mysterious to the outside world. It's like, I don't really know much about that person, but from that person's perspective, it's like they know a bunch of shit and they're kind of just sitting on it. Like they're not doing anything with it. Like Virgo isn't like teaching it or talking about it. It's kind of just like sitting on it. It's like that sacred knowledge. Maybe it's all the things that you can't teach. You can't talk about, you can't communicate. It's just all those, like that inner knowing. Like, have you ever had things like that where it's like you have, think of it like a spiritual awakening. Like if you have like a little spiritual download or something and it hits you and you're just like, whoa, but you don't know how to say it. You don't know what to do with it. You don't know how to communicate it. You just, you know it. But it's, so it's a lot of more inward us going in and figuring stuff out and maybe not even really figuring it out, just exploring in. Mm -hmm. actually yes also when I think of like the cleanup organization part it could be like letting go of things you don't want to hold like think of your brain you know it's like a computer and it stores memories and it stores knowledge and it stores information in certain parts of your brain maybe you're kind of weeding through that too and being like I really want to learn a lot about this but in order for me to be able to make brain space for that I'm going to have to kind of forget a lot about this I don't know why my head's going there with it, but it's like, I love it because that goes back to the fact that we are in Venus retrograde. That's going to include people. It's going to include relationships and how we think they're supposed to be. Mm based off of like, yeah, like if you, if you spent years learning a partner, learning all their, their comfort zones, learning their likes, their dislikes, their emotions, like all the things. And then you start, you, you're done with them. You start a new relationship. If you don't kind of like forget all that shit and get it out of you, you're, you're going to be, be projecting the same yeah. thing again. Yeah. So we got to make room just like, yeah. Wow. And you I could pointed up there because I cleaned the loft out and we didn't have any ideas about it before. And then Erica just shit out all of these amazing ideas once it was clear because we have a space once and it, it was clear. And it could be you doing that physically too. It could be yeah. you cleaning out your house, organizing it, getting rid of shit, your body, your health. It could be you doing a detox, you doing a diet, you picking up a new health routine, you organizing. Um, tolerance break. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. All right. All right, that's it. So Thursday, August 24th, now the moon is in Sagittarius. And um here comes here. the fire. There's nothing. We have Aries. Yeah, we have Aries North Node, Aries, um, Aries Chiron, Chiron. and then um we have Venus retrograde in Leo, right. still squaring Jupiter, by the way. 
And um, now with the Sagittarius moon, I actually, it's weird that this is giving me the opportunity for this to come up. Because also remember, we have the new moon. We haven't had the next full moon yet. So we're still in a manifesting cycle, right? So um, I always think of the fire evolution, right? As to where like Aries is like, I am. It's just that simple. It's like, I am this. And then um, Leo takes that and builds upon it. It's like, okay, I know who I am. Now, what am I going to do with that? It's I will. And then Sagittarius is like the bucket list. It's like, based on who I am, what I'm doing with who I am, what is it that I really want to experience before I die? What is it that I really want to make sure that I know before I die? You know, like, it's like all the, it's like the uncharted territory of yourself. So it would be a good time in this, in that moon on Thursday, right? To be like, okay, what are the things that I want to be doing the rest of the year or whatever? Ooh, and maybe that goes into the Virgo side of what you're clearing out of your brain. Like maybe you're making room for that bucket list, the experiences that you want to have and the things you really want to learn about, you know, like I can't, like, I can't, I have so much brain capacity right now taking up everything that I know about fucking health insurance. And I really need to let that go and forget <laughs> about it. So that way I can learn about Buddhism, you know, like, it's like the more higher learning. Um, it's like the more meaningful learning as to where the other side of it could be the more like, I want to say logic. Like you had to know that logically in the time when you were an insurance person. Yeah, exactly. But is it still serving you? No. How the fuck do you dump that out? Like I, you actually just made me think of that. People a lot of the time still ask me insurance questions and then it's programming that synapse in my brain to keep remembering it. Maybe I tell people to fuck off. Stop asking me insurance questions. I don't care anymore. I want to forget about insurance. I have a hard time with that, I think. Yeah, like it's hoarding. This is totally Virgo. Hoarding knowledge. Like, like how we talked about collecting and how it's like, we talked about that with the tarot decks. You can do the same thing with your memories and your, and your knowledge. But like, I think that that's a good thing about me that I can be like, oh, okay. Like, oh, I worked at a humane society. So I know this about these animals or, oh, I worked with property loss insurance. So I know this about hurricanes or blah, blah, blah. Like, okay. So maybe that's a faith thing though, because it's like, it's like you're you're saying like yeah that that stuff is still in there somewhere and if someone asks for it I might be able to tap into it but do I really need to like keep it in the forefront? Yes, there okay. you go. There you go. So it's the Capricorn. Let's file this away. Yes. We need to be cleaning, cleansing Virgo. Get it out of here. Put it where it needs to be, and we'll take it out when we need it. And it's also a lot of honing in on information. Because think about that brain muscle thing. Like, let's say you know something really cool. Like, I actually I actually deal with this a lot because if you know about me. I study a lot of things. Like, I know a lot about astrology and I know a lot about human design now. Like, I, I love that shit. But um, if people don't, people don't care, you know, like somebody doesn't care and they don't ask me about it. I'm not exercising that muscle in my brain. So it is knowledge that I just sit on, that I just hoard, you know? So maybe in that sense too it's like like it like where maybe it's like an inward reflection of like where can i go who can i meet who can i talk to that cares about the shit that i know ah, the instructor grade yeah the people okay 
Like who, and that goes back to that asking question things too. Like who cares to pull this shit out of my brain? Why did I spend 10 years studying this? Who cares about it? Am I the only one that cares about it? Well, then maybe there's something wrong in my environment. <laughs> you know, though? Yeah. 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 Which I don't think is necessarily the case for me right now. Like, I feel like people do care about what I know about and people do ask me questions. About astrology and human design? Yeah. yeah we fucking do. We but, care about this. But back when I was working insurance, that wasn't the case. See, yeah. see that all alignment thing? That is true. Although when I did work in the insurance, I sent out a daily astrology thing to every single person in a personal email with all these funny, like, gifts and memes and stuff like I, I was I loved it QBE people <laughs> shout out <laughs> but yeah I, I think that it's like it's kind of like you know understanding where ooh, an inward reflection of really understanding where you're wise where you are wise ooh. in life and with this mercury retrograde that's what's going to be illuminated because the sun is going to be able to see Okay, because we're going retrograde, we're going within Venus, we're already going within with all kinds of other shit. So let's go even deeper and be like, I'm fucking good at this. I am wise and I know my shit. And I'm not going to lower my standards. You might really be coming to terms with some imposter syndrome type shit, right? Because I could see Venus retrograde is like value, inner value. Mercury retrograde in Virgo is like inner knowledge, inner knowing, inner thoughts. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> um, what else did I put? Um, okay, also, because we're on Thursday, right? Yeah. Okay, so also Mars and Virgo, back to the Virgo thing, is now trining Pluto. Oof. And that's funny because you also brought up the Capricorn organized shit, and I didn't even think about that right now, but Pluto is straight up fucking annihilating that. Oh, and now we're getting that trine. So we're getting this earth, like we're getting this like earth team of like, yeah, I just saw grounded. Like a yeah, yeah. It's like a team of like grounded, practical, this has got to go. So that way I can make room for this. Literally what we did today. Yeah. And also when it comes to like back to the collective, it could have a lot to do with world shit. Maybe that's why I brought up insurance right? Insurance is corrupted as fuck. Are we letting Pluto kill that? We don't have room for that in our heads anymore. I'm not passionate about that. You know what I'm saying? So it could also be you kind of- Do you know that in Ecuador, they don't have insurance? Like car insurance? Actually in South America in general, it's like that. It's so crazy to me. Like when I went over there, I saw an accident and these people like- um, they just like make a deal right they just kind of yeah, work it out they're like okay i'll give you 50 dollars for that or all that like can you imagine there's no way american could do that right now whoa you also brought up a good point about capricorn and the structures how how much are we suffocated by unnecessary unnecessary rules laws regulations red tape where we can't be free we don't trust each other like what you just said wow. we came up with that insurance thing because we don't trust each other we're like someone's gonna hit my car and they're gonna fuck me out it's or always kill you because they fucked up your car or like that's i mean that is something that does happen in ecuador it is but it's like also like how much do you have like, we can't ever, like, really take down these walls and be a society and have a community if we're always thinking everyone's going to fuck you right. over, you know? So sometimes you got to take that risk, again, back to that faith. Like, someone Ooh. might fuck me over, but I'm still going to hold on to just having a faith, 
faith in humanity. There's a meme going around right now that is like, it's like talking about like I something about driving in Omaha and all I can feel is the no insurance. Do you, have you seen that? Oh yeah, there. Yeah, actually, I did. Where it's like you keep feeling like no. Yeah, like you're like, like you're again. driving around in Omaha and oh, I just feel all of the no insurance because like you're the one that has insurance and you're like oh, do do do. But if somebody else hits you and they don't have insurance, you're fucked. And it's that's the way it is right now. Nobody can fucking pay for fucking stupid ass insurance. But we also got to see the other side of that where that feels really suffocating. Like, because we're always paranoid that someone's going to fuck us over, what do we do? We create more rules. We create more regulate. It's like that mentality of, like, they ruined it for everyone. Why? Why should one person ruin it for everyone? Most of us are fucking good, decent people. Damn the man. For sure. And also, Mars and Pluto, they're, like, 20, they're both 28 degrees, and they're Mars making that trend. And Pluto. Oh, fuck. What day is this? Thursday. Yeah, yeah. This could be big. It really could. It really could. That's kind of why I'm thinking it. It could be really big for that last push of Pluto and Capricorn, you know, because like I said, January, Pluto's moving into Aquarius, and then it's going to be all about that community that come together. But right now, it is just literally fucking axing. Yeah, it's axing systems, structures, rules, regulations, laws. Um, so I mean, fuck yeah, that could be like a but I'm trying to think of how I how I mix that in with, but it's also a trine, so that's good. It's giving power. Like, it's giving power and motivation to Pluto to kill structure, right? Okay. But Virgo's so inward. Do we... You're right. Um, the only part, like, the Mercury the part... In the Leo... <gasps> Venus is going to be the thing that is. maybe it's that what we said that hoarding of information I don't like I know this I don't need to make sure that you know it I'm gonna fucking do it anyway I need you to say that because remember we said Mercury in Virgo is that in inner knowing right it's that inner knowing Mars though is that doing part so it's like sometimes we have this inner knowing and we can't like like, maybe sometimes we think, like, well, I can't take action on this inner knowing until someone else understands it, too. Oh. So we're just, oh, so we're just going to do. Is do what, what we, saying? yeah, like, maybe we're just doing what we know is right. Ooh, that's a little scary, too. But I'm okay with it. I'm ready for it. And I feel like it's also, it's also healing in the same sense, mm-hmm. too. It's like, a, it's like a healing transformation. Yeah. Guys, I also just need to say, like, I don't know if our podcasts come off like this. I mean, I do listen to them all the time. And, like, it's always like, holy fuck, this is exactly what's going on. Because we, I mean, yes, she's doing all of the science and doing the astrology and this is real. Um, but we're channeling the whole time uh, when we're doing this. Thank you for saying that. And um, why? You just fucked me up. Why? Why? Because sometimes I think I need to be so analytical and, but I don't, you guys, like, I don't write down what it means. I just write it down. Like I just say Venus retro square Jupiter. And then I come up with what that means on the spot. Yeah. Cause we're channeling and we're in the energy. And that's why we're saying like, Ooh, Thursday, this feels fucking yucky. And like, I mean, to just fact right now, going into what the fuck is going on in Hawaii, what the fuck is all the fires everywhere, everything that is fucking crazy. Like, that energy that is going to be on Thursday, this feels like something could come from that. 
you know, Ooh. and this is us channeling it. And I want to say that I hate that it's coming off scary, but you just this made this real. all click for me, Claire. Okay, good. So now I'm getting it. Remember when I talked about Virgo Pisces, Pisces is the God Virgo is the embodiment of that God. So you, it, this is going to be a spiritual warrior day because this is all those spiritual truths that you know, and you can't get the mainstream people to understand that you can't communicate. You can't communicate to someone, a spiritual awakening. You know, I can't uh -huh. teach you how to go through a spiritual awakening. You have to fucking, yeah, and it doesn't look the same for every single person. It is fucking crazy for every single person. And the people do, this is big deal. The people in the spiritual community that are authentic spiritual warriors that are like they really know their shit right you can't just you can't fucking sit on it anymore you gotta just we gotta like we gotta act on that we gotta embody that we gotta walk that talk that's how we're gonna crumble this system all love and light. it can't be we can't be all positive well all that that shit's just fake anyway that's, yeah but that's what i'm saying like if you are a spiritual warrior that's doing your work, you're going to be coming out here being like, guys, can't fucking live like this anymore. We have to fucking do the work. It's uncomfortable. We're all uncomfortable. Well, and I also think of it as like the Pluto destruction thing, right? Because it's like de destroying these systems, these traditions that don't fit. So I think the reason why this all kind of went into my head, it was when you brought up Hawaii, because I think of like the Hawaii people and like, they are so fucking spiritual. Like they oh, have the, yeah. this spiritual oh. knowing and they might not be able to get the rest of the world to understand that, but, but it doesn't have, fucking matter. Yeah. They have such like, I think we are going to see, like, I feel this big time. We are going to see that. I don't even know what the word I want to use, but magicalness of the community that they have because of their spiritual connected faith togetherness Ooh. oh my god it's I that can't even it's, imagine what that's gonna look like all of us are gonna be like how why, why did they trust each other why did they like everyone here is gonna be like that and it's totally normal for speaking them. of destruction of the system a big part of that is destroying the part of the system that says every man out for themselves a system ain't a system if it's a fucking pyramid scheme a system is a system if it is a flat, oh. equal ground of everyone collaborating, not working for, not hierarchy, not less than, more than, working together, collaborating. Mm. You have this skill. I have this skill. That doesn't make me better than you. That just makes us different. How can we put these two things together and make something cool happen? You know? And, like, it doesn't matter. Oh. It doesn't matter if the rest of the world doesn't understand your spiritual truths and your spiritual knowledge and your inner knowing it doesn't fucking matter like you can act on those things even if people around you don't get it if your faith is going to be the thing that pulls you forward yeah yeah oh my god guys i have been going down the massive amounts of what wormholes whatever about this hawaii thing but one thing that i did see today was a guy who was talking about um every i think he did it every I can't remember, but it, I want to say every hour, but that's probably wrong. Um, he would take his boat, buy supplies in his boat, and take it to the people that needed it because nobody else is doing it. They were not allowed, blah, 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 whatever. But, like, he, by himself. 
He said, fuck the government, fuck the system, fuck what everyone else is doing, fuck what everyone else thinks. I know that this is my spiritual truth and value to do this, so I'm doing it. Because there were so many other people that were like, we got blocked by the Red Cross saying we couldn't help. We got blocked by the government saying we couldn't bring supplies. And this guy was like, I don't fucking care. I'm going anyway. You know, and that's one thing that I've been assessing in my head about, like, I... And this might be, I have so much Aquarius, you know, so I've literally fantasized and this goes back to those dreams, those Delulus that we're not acting on, right? Because since I was a little kid, I've always dreamed and fantasized about a revolution, you know? And lately, the last few days, I've been thinking like a true revolution, a true rebellion means that we're going to have to be brave enough to not follow all the rules and the laws and the regulations and the red tape. Like we're going to have to put ourselves out there. Mm-hmm. And that's like, fucking scary but it's like if you're if you're abiding by a fucking rule that goes against your spiritual values and truths why are you living (sighs) what are you living for other fucking people i don't know why but my head's also going back to the wow my head's going back to like the revel revel revelations in the bible and how they say like that you're supposed to not take the mark of the beast like you know you're supposed to just have faith in your in your value and let them kill you anyway kind of thing like, don't follow that rule. Don't follow you, follow that law. And again, I'm not saying this literally, but think of that as like a really good metaphor for what we're talking about right now. Like, don't let them fucking brainwash you. Don't let them put you in these groups, in these hierarchies, in these like boxes. Like, don't let them fucking confine you. <sighs> like, it's just fape. It's like, just fate. you just have to, like, if you feel convicted, let's use the word convicted. There we go. That's, that's going to be word, yeah. the main feeling. You can, if you feel convicted in this time to do, to act, to say, to speak, to whatever, utilize it, guys. Stop being scared. And I, I love that we're also saying this with Mercury retrograde, retrograde because you guys know before we even post this fucking podcast, the memes are already going to be all over about how scared you should be of Mercury yeah. retrograde and how you shouldn't speak and how you shouldn't take a job and how you shouldn't fucking do it. Like you and should just sit there and do nothing at all. Yeah. Dude, fuck that. My inner truth, my inner spiritual knowing knows better than that. Like, I'm not going to even let astrology put me in a box. Why would I? Like, that's not the fucking spiritual truth of all this shit. It's not some fucking rule book. It's spiritual truth. You can only experience that and feel that. You can't fucking write it all down and schedule it. Sorry. I (laughs) I love it. Um... Oh, there was something else I wanted to say really quick. Oh, have you seen the TikToks that people are saying September 1st, nobody go to work? I was going to bring that up when I was talking about the revolution. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good example because I was literally talking about that this morning where I'm like, man, I want it to work. I really want it to work. And the second I thought that I thought about how many people are going to be like, like people won't do it. People won't do anything unless everyone else will. It's like, as long as everyone else will, then we feel more comfortable. Like if I knew for it without a doubt, that all, like, even my boyfriend said this when I was like, are you going to do it? He was like, what? Like, I'll have to see if anyone else is. And they, and I always got that. Like, I've always been the person that votes third party. Cause I'm a fucking rebel and I'm always trying to convince other people to yeah. vote third party. And it's the same thing I get back. Like I won't, that's a wasted vote because no one else is going to vote third party. Well, as long as you have that mentality, then yeah, people will not ever fucking vote third party. Like, when are you just going to do it? Stop, stop playing this group think bullshit. And stop being scared. 
or no, it's all do fear. it anyway. Yeah. Be scared and you know, like you said, do base fear, do yeah, it anyway. do it anyway. Yeah. That's like that's like when we also say about the spiritual warrior thing, like imagine way back in the day when they used to like literally fight wars where they all just charge at each other. Imagine if like the fucking soldiers were just like looking around like you're gonna go first, you're gonna go first, oh and they all just stand there and do nothing. Wow. That's I literally the picture I just, just saw. fucking said that. You know damn well that none of them had fear in their mind at all. They're just like, go! Yeah, and then everyone else follows, you know? Like, who's going to stand up first? Who's going to say it first? Yeah, if you were on TikTok, and I don't know if I just have that algorithm, but it, the whole thing is this. Is talking about... This. And guys, there is groups for rebellions and revolutions. There is... They're, it's coming together. Like, they are organizing. They are getting together. They are creating groups. They are fucking communicating. Like, they're getting shit done. They are fucking... Like, there's people that work in oil rigs, and they're shutting the oil off. They don't care if they get fired anymore. Like, people are out there doing it. You might not see it with your own two eyes, so stop and waiting. And it's not going to be on the goddamn media. No. Don't... The Lulu, right? Mm -hmm. The Lulu. I fucking love that word now. Okay, we need to go on. Okay. We've been on a high horse. Sorry, Aquarius moment. <laughs> I can, Thursday, sorry. keep note of Thursday. Yeah. Because we just felt that. Okay. So Friday, August 25th, the moon is still in Sagittarius. And that's all I got. <laughs> that's all I put down. Because okay. everything, I feel like everything else is so like still pretty much the go same. to the same. Because let me, let me just look just to make sure. Like, yeah, literally Mars is still trying Pluto. Okay, that didn't change. You know, Mercury, like, obviously the retrogrades are still retrograding. So, yeah, I think that, I think that Thursday is going to be a big repeat. But also, um, into Friday. yeah, carry into Friday, but we are also going to have some tension. So the moon is mutable. The shit in Virgo is mutable. The shit in Pisces is mutable. So, like, as the moon moves through Sagittarius, it will be squaring. Um, the stuff in Pisces and the stuff in Virgo. So again, I think that's also like, it's like that, like what you want to experience in your life. Like, I, I'm so sorry. I'm totally derailing this right now. What day did Venus go retrograde? Oh, wow. Dude, you know, I don't do good I know, dates. I hate that you do. Okay, hang on. Because, um, you know, with retrogrades, we're going backwards. So... All of this shit that we just here you talk, I'll go back through all of the shit that we just went through, we are going to go through it all again in some kind of a way. Mm. And look at everything that we just went through. Like, whoa, it's all gonna come up again when we go direct. It's and like that now, second chance. Yeah, and now with Mercury, it's gonna be the same way. But guys, we have fucking now seven. We'll have seven planets in retrograde. Jupiter is going to go retrograde soon too, like by the end of this month. The the end the rest of this month is going to be wild. We're going to have that second blue moon, like shit's oh, wild. Yeah. But like, okay, so yeah, Venus went retrograde on July twenty third at the very end of Leo. Right now, now we're like in the middle of it. Not end of Leo. Yeah, it was like it Beginning went. Of Leo. No, it went retrograde at twenty eight degrees Leo. Now it's oh, been moving that. backwards. I thought back you were talking about Leo. the season. 
That was the beginning of the season. Yes. Okay. Right. But like when she's talking about that back, so like Venus moved. Oh my God. So we're going to go through the whole fucking thing again. For the third time. Because we went, we went Venus through Leo. Then now it's going back and now it's going to go forward again. Right. So three times through Leo. Not going to get any better. It's just going to keep getting. I just heard, what are you waiting for? You're going to wait. You're going to, you're going to pass up your third, your third chance. This is like a horror movie thing, but I just saw because that's one of the things like in horror movies, you never ask like a horror, like a monster movie, but whatever. You never ask them, what are you waiting for? But that's like Jennifer Love Hewitt. Um, I know what you did last summer. What are you waiting for? <laughs> Standing in the middle of the street. I totally just saw that. <laughs> yeah, though, for real. And it's interesting with that three thing, because also a big part of like intuition and faith is that pattern. Like, has this happened three times? Everything is three. Father, son, Holy Spirit, water. Everything is three. Three is my favorite number. Yeah. Everything is definitely three. Okay. I don't like how, okay. I'm going to say this out loud right now. I don't like how intense we came off because I know it's going to make some of you uncomfortable, but I want to say that. I don't care. <laughs> I was going to say, we just talked about that. I beginning. know. But, yeah. But this is me saying right now, I'm uncomfortable with how intense we got because this is not Ooh. normal how we are. But we've been uncomfortable. We shouldn't have to be uncomfortable alone. We're uncomfortable because you all are fucking being delusional and staying in your comfort zones everybody. in general, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. We can be uncomfortable together. And we can fucking fight through this together. But we're not tiptoeing around your comfort anymore. No more. Because you guys, Especially during like, the people. Season, the, the, it's going to be mm, it's precise. I want to say, like, like, there's people out there that just really need to face their shit. You know, they need to be uncomfortable. People need to stop running. Away. And that goes back to that Pisces shit, too. Escaping. Because they feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Escape. Stop. Face it. Do you know how hard? Okay. Just with that, what you said in general. Like, escapism is a very big thing for me. I have a lot of Scorpio in my chart. I have a lot of Pisces in my chart. I had past addictions. I was addicted to pills. I was addicted to alcohol. I was addicted to weed. Like, I am conditioned, prone to escape. That is the first thing I will always want to go to. And it has been so uncomfortable this past, it's been, this is the seventh, eighth day today, um, to be like, all right, I'm uncomfortable. What can I do? And I, yes, I know that this is also escapism. I fall asleep. (laughs) Going to sleep is escaping, but it's more healthier than fucking anything else. But um, I've been a lot more creative. I've been able to like tune into music and like find that guy that we were just talking about, like feel music again and utilize dreams. Oh my God. The fucking dream I had last night was the most craziest dream I think I've ever had. And that's helping your, your subconscious process shit. And like, it's just like coming to terms with reality and finding the beauty in that. Because sometimes when you're in that escapism mentality, you think that you don't, it's like that searching for that perfect emotional state, right? Like this doesn't feel good. So yeah. I'm going to just jump I into whatever does. Good. 
Yeah. But then you're missing all the shit that actually does feel good in reality because you're escaping something bad and then you're also missing the good. You're missing the lesson. Yeah. You're missing a lot. I could have sat here. I almost just did and been like, no, I'm never missing the good with weed. See how delulu that was? <laughs> and we do that. Like, oh my God, we do that with people a lot too. Like, ooh. like, ooh, this also brings up that, that, cause I'm real delusional when it comes to always seeing the best in people. And then instead of seeing the reality of that person, that's right in the moment, right? The reality of them in that moment, I am deluded by the potential I can see for them in the future, but that's not them right now. That's not the reality. And it is not my responsibility to get them to that delusional picture I see in my head. That's up to, like, just because I see someone's higher potential doesn't mean that they're gonna go for that. That's up to them. So where are you, where are, also, where we are you? Sacred soul coaching, guys. We can help you get to that higher. Um, <laughs> which is a big deal. That's a big deal for us too, though. Like with clients, it's like sometimes we can get deluded even by clients thinking yes. that they like, oh, I see this potential in you. And we're deluded by the fact that they don't want to, they just want to bitch at us. They don't want to reach yep. that potential. They just want someone and to bitch at. And lately it's been hard. I know that if any of my clients are listening to this, like, I've been throwing shit and like getting pissed off at clients. Cause I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like I it's been bad. So shit's different. It's guys. put the work in. Ooh. It's like, it's like, you know, like when you say, what are you doing? It's like, why aren't you putting the work in? Like it, like, if you want to just have the, again, maybe with that repeating pattern thing too, or like, are we really on the third session still talking about the same things that we talked about for the last two sessions? What are you doing? You're not putting the work in. You just want to come here and bitch about the same fucking things that you came here and bitch about the last two times. Or not even bitch. They think that I, or we are going to like somehow magically make them feel better. Oh, there you something. go. Like they don't have to meet us halfway. Yeah. Mm. I'm not you. You have to fucking be the one that hold this. That has to do the shit. My battery's going. Okay, so um, Saturday. Now the moon is in Capricorn. Um, I don't. I don't like moon in Capricorn, and I. See, I know you do. So I was going to let you talk about that because for me, whenever the moon is in Capricorn, I feel really constricted and I don't like it. I think it's because it's like the. Ooh, actually. It's probably because of the delusions, right? Like I want my head to live up here as to where this Capricorn moon is saying like, cool but this is the step right in front of you you know like you can't go there unless you take this step that's right in front of you so it's too much reality yeah i mean i also have a ton of placements in capricorn and it's like all in my fourth house so it could have i could just be emotional because of the fourth house like there's probably a lot there and my north node is there so it's probably also like the pressure oh. of like you know like what are you doing with your life this is all legacy what are you gonna you know what i mean yeah. like that kind of thing like you're gonna be successful i i like one. um moons in capricorn because we get that planning 
No, my brain wants to say that I think I want to say cynicism, but that's not the right word. It's like a dark Sarcasm. humor, a dark humor about stuff where we are like, at least I have gravity. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's exactly that. Dry humor. Dry. It's yes, and, and there's another because it's realistic. It. It's yes, realistic there humor. There we go. I love it because like all of my favorite like people all throughout my life has always had Capricorn moons. And the the humor, the weirdness that comes out of their mouth is just like it's like all of my shirts that I buy where it's like a, a skeleton in a coffin and it's like I'm fine, you know, like it's that humor where it's like shit is crazy but yeah it's like it is it, it, i do think it's because of that next step it's like it's kind of like a none of that matters what's right in front of me yeah because it's a mountain goat and it when it's in the moon it's your emotions it's like okay we don't have time for emotions because capricorn moons don't deal with that it's like fucking suck it up how are we gonna keep going up right now yeah suck it up and do the dishes But I wonder if that's like a lot of my Capricorn placements is like that. Like sometimes when I'm dealing with heavy emotions, I need to just get up and do something, you know, like, like rage clean or like, I don't know. I do that a lot. Hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's cardinal because it's movement. Yeah. Yeah. Start something. Oh, it could also be the emotional, um, the emotional like light up under your ass to take that next step. Right. Like, I'm sick of feeling this way. I'm just going to fucking do it. Ooh. So maybe we think about it all on Thursday and Friday, and then the action action starts on Saturday. Yeah, that could be. I mean, I think it'll work out differently for yeah, everyone. But yeah, I think that uh, ironically enough with all these. Re- See, that's what I mean by what's weird about these retrogrades. Like, I feel like retrogrades in the past feel retrograde Feel yeah. like you can just stay home and hermit and not a lot's yeah. going on not this time guys like this time it's like it's like you're you're retrograde in your body but like the world is still moving shit is still happening and like how are we going to be un- uncomfortable and fearful but still be moving yeah there you go still putting ourselves out there still taking action still showing up. yeah showing up there you go taking up space huh okay Ooh. so the other thing is now moon and capricorn what planet rules Capricorn? Saturn. On the same day, the sun in Virgo starts to oppose Saturn in Pisces. So we're back to that Virgo Pisces. What's the word I always use? Uh, opposition. Yeah, it's an opposition. I, whatever. I lost it. Um, duality. We're oh. back to that. But um, it's the sun and it's Saturn. And we have a moon in Capricorn. So this is like very They're in the wrong places. But it's very like take just forget about the Pisces part for a second. Think about the responsible like the responsibility of just that and the pressure and the like the the weight on your shoulders, the Okay. But then add Pisces to it, and then we're right back with that spiritual thing again, right? The responsibility of your spirituality. 
is Saturn retrograde is retrograde. Like think about like Saturn and Capricorn is like Saturn and Capricorn is like your boss telling you that you're not being responsible. Like, you know, like that's not Saturn and Capricorn is mischunchable, remember? Yeah, it's like that's not responsible. Like, you know, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Yeah, you're gonna eat fucking chocolate cake, you're gonna eat the whole thing in front of you. Yeah, but then but then this whole thing reminds me of like imagine your spiritual side is doing that to you now. Imagine, imagine that intuition. Yes. Conviction. Yes. That, that, uh, inner knowing those values, that that faith, that intuition. You're not going to be able to deny it anymore. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, fuck, man. This is not going to make sense to everyone. And that goes back to what I said about this Venus or this, um, Mercury retrograde. Who cares if it doesn't make sense to anyone? It makes sense to you. You feel it on the inside. So fucking do something about it. Yeah. So it's hard. It's hard. We know that. You can reach out to people that do understand you. We are people that can feel and help you through it and all of that. So on. But if you are sitting here feeling convicted to be like, I can't be, I don't know, like I'm small minded in some way anymore. And you're living in a small town and your whole family is like Trump supporters or whatever. You're going to have a hard fucking time. Who are you going to have support? Who's going to take the time to try to understand you? Cause the Trump supporters aren't going to. And if you, if you can't do anything, like if you need that support in order to take action, then you need to stop placing that responsibility in the wrong people's Other, hands. Even just in others, because this is the conviction thing. Ooh, stop, but even us, don't place it all on yeah. us. We'll help you, we'll but help it's still you. on you. At the we'll end of the fucking day, it's still on you. And go with you, but you're the one leading. Mm-hmm. Damn, Yeah, this is okay. Okay, so, <laughs> so um, let me just make sure that there's nothing else that I want to say about that. Also... Saturn is also retrograde. So yeah, it is still like this inward, this inward, like this inner spiritual responsibility. I'm just going to coin it as that. It's this inner, it's shining a light on this inner spiritual responsibility. Yeah. Okay. And maybe- What are you feeling convicted about or to do or what is your conviction? Let's just- I really like that word. Okay. So Sunday, August 27th. Um, the moon is still in Capricorn. The sun is grandma. Oh my! Shout out to grandma. Um, <laughs> Sunday, uh, August twenty seventh. So the moon is still in Capricorn. Sun is still opposing Saturn. So all the things we just talked about. But now Mars moves into Libra. Ah, uh, oh my God. Um, and I, I'm okay. Mars doesn't really like to be in no, Libra. No, it's complete opposite of what it wants to be in. And here comes the gossip. Here comes the talking. Here comes the people pleasing, fitting in. And then again, it's going to. But we're convicted because it's in the South Node, and we're going to be faced with no, we don't want to do this anymore. But we're going to be wanting to do it because it's in Mars. Yep. Oh man, the internal struggle. (laughs) That's a good. That's a good coin of that too. Yeah. The int. Maybe I'm gonna make that this this uh title for this video, like this week. Man, the internal struggle. The internal struggle. Yeah. 
sounds like the whole week right yeah but also like with mars and libra i also think of like the lawyer okay why is that coming to me like because mars is your like it's the masculine side the oomph behind everything the, the taking power. action there you go yeah. and Ooh. it's the justice oh and it's manipulation right why because like a lawyer oh, is so yeah. good at add people skills socialization skills being extroverted fitting in because libra looks at everyone else's perspective right that's why it's so good at that because it sees everybody's perspective and a lawyer is really good at that they can see the other side's perspective so they come up with it with a good argument that will manipulate that perspective you know what i mean so with that being said i want to talk about something so i got this tarot card for the new moon and in Leo, um, called the shapeshifter. It's something really so big. Weird. Yeah. I was talking to your daughter about shapeshifters, like so in depth. Weird. That is weird. And I didn't even know that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> doesn't surprise me though. Okay. But, uh, with this card, it really got me because, okay, I have a, I have a Libra rising. So that's like literally like my incarnation and like how people see me on first impression, yada, yada. Right. And I, I really have struggled with people pleasing and letting other people's perspectives dictate my own life, you know, playing other people's stories instead of my own. So I think that I have conviction with saying this, right? Like with this particular thing, it hit me where it's like, I can be adaptable. I can fit in with anyone. I can um, imitate anyone, Which honestly. Big Libra energy. Big Libra yes. energy. But am I doing that? because of their comfort because I'm tiptoeing around their comfort am I doing that because I'm uncomfortable am I doing that out of fear or am I using that as a skill to deliver a deeper spiritual truth in a way that they can understand right am I shape-shifting for the right reasons or am I shape-shifting for the wrong reasons that's good that's really hard for Libra Mars people I have so many clients that have Libra Mars and it's hard for me to, how do I want to say this? I don't even know the words I'm trying to say, but basically like, I don't really say help. Oh no, because I have Pisces Mars. It's very similar, you know, but, um, Libra Mars is non-confrontational will like it's so self-sacrificial yeah and with pisces at least i have all of it inside of me that i can i can muster it up somehow you know like, and remember the opposite side of, of libra is aries where chiron and the north node is right now you know and oh. that is that selfishness that is that putting yourself first so it's gonna be uncomfortable yeah this is very uncomfortable yeah we're feeling the other side of that we're being like this could be very cool though with the with it being in Mars to take action to be like the past is the fucking past and we have to be done with this shit. I also just heard the word provoke or like provocation like like you know if you're in that people pleasing keep the peace kind of mentality or whatever maybe you're going to notice a lot of that being provoked, you know? Like like, let's say that you're trying, like, let's say that you got this Libra energy and you're trying to keep the peace with this coworker that's always pissing you off and treating you like shit, but you're kind of just like, 
you know, letting it go, letting or suppressing it, suppressing it, whatever. You might notice when this this transit happens that they're provoking you even harder. Okay. You know, they're coming at you even more. Oh. Like they're testing that even more. Like you're gonna keep doing this, you're gonna keep doing like you're gonna keep letting them fucking fuck you over. You're gonna keep not putting yourself first. Yeah. Are you convicted to stand up for yourself? Are you convicted to do something? Because that Mars is gonna add that energy for you too, yep. right? And probably do it in a better way. Probably do it in a, in a nice way. Yeah, there it's you go. Very, it's very peaceful. In like a, because like sometimes when I think of the Aries duality, Aries is like, I don't give a fuck what you think. This is what I think. Libra could use that. Like we could come in the middle here and but be like the customer service voice. Yes. So you could come off be, perfect. And, but like also <laughs> add in their perspective, you know, like I, I understand where you're coming from, but yeah, or I feel like you're saying this, but, or what I'm hearing you say is, but you know, yeah. right. It's the, but like maybe start, start using that, but you know, dunk, dunk. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's it. That's all I got. Woo! That was a lot. Okay. <clears throat> so we have tarot. Um, I'm using the Hocus Pocus deck because I'm ready for Halloween. So we have, coincidentally, the fucking Justice card. I say coincidentally because that's the Libra card. Okay, I'm just going to read the whole thing. Justice means equality, balance, and due process. The, the townsfolk of Salem made sure that the Sanderson sisters meet justice for stealing the life of Emily Biggs. Will justice be on your side today, or will you be forced to face it? <laughs> you shall find justice today as Salem finds justice against the Sanderson sisters. Injustices that you have endured will finally be righted, and your actions will be met with their just rewards. However, you must remember that the balance is needed in matters of justice. Anger must be tempered with kindness, the material supplemented by the spiritual. Ooh. Wow. wow material is i've never thought of it that way yeah yeah i mean think of the monks right they're, they're like they're like you know they they're forfeiting shit. material shit to be more spiritual because you can really get trapped with it you know like you can be deluded by material, material. shit yeah that's a lot of the reason why people won't stand up and rebel against the government because they're fucking too attached like to their, their material shit. possessions. That's why people are still snorkeling in fucking Hawaii when there's dead bodies in the ocean. Come the fuck on! Whoa. Okay, so... Justice, right? Justice. Ooh, this is pretty. This is water and cleansing. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna see it. Okay, there's like a little um, poem or something. I remember reading this out of it. This is the Witch's Wisdom Oracle card. Barbara, Maingaling, John, whatever. Okay, the spirit of water offers to heal emotions of pain and hurt you feel. Cleanse and refresh connection to sea. Dive into your heart and swim. Now you're free. This Magic is worked with harm to none, so mote it be, there it's done. Oh, the element of... The element of water has sacrificed, sorry, surfaced to help you clean up your act. 
You have been affected by negative thoughts, doubts, and worries. Allow cleansing to wash away any pollution that you are drowning in and release the emotion that is draining your natural vitality and positive outlook. Water seeks out your sensitivity and asks you to tap into your feelings for you often become overwhelmed when faced with challenging situations and others' demands. Be aware of the differences between your emotions and those of others. Water can soothe, heal, and help you go with the flow. Water reminds you to bless this elixir of life before you bathe or drink of it and to acknowledge your connection to the ebb and flow of the tides and pull of the moon. Water offers you to dive in and uncover your natural psychic abilities and enhance your prophetic dreams that are already ready to emerge. And then it says, which is foresight. You are empathetic. You are, your sensitivity is a gift. Protect it well. You are experiencing new psychic awareness. Vivid dreams are linked with emotions to be kept in check. Drink more water. Spend more time by the sea. Stop trying to go against the natural flow. I think this means backwards, right? Yeah. Okay. So, cleansing, Virgo. Okay. Yeah, um, I think that has a lot to do with what we talked about with that, like, clearing out the thoughts that, that, you, that oh. don't fit there anymore. Sometimes emotion is all that you need to do that, right? Like, if you have this repeating pattern in your head... And then you're provoked by some emotion that, that, that pattern goes away because emotion is more powerful than thought. And once you name the emotion, it doesn't have power anymore. Thoughts can just fucking keep spiraling. So mm -hmm. if you are like feeling emotions and you're unaware, you can like look at the fucking pillow, the emotion pillow to be like, okay, where am I? This is how I always do it with clients. I'll be like, okay, are you happy? All right. And um, then now where are you in here? Oh, okay. I'm joyful. Okay. What else? Oh, I'm amused. Like that's how you figure out your emotions. If you need to fucking print this out, print it out. I have clients like I bought stickers for, I like, there are all kinds people put it on their backgrounds on their phone, but like really understand the emotion that you're feeling. So you're not fucking spiraling because that's taken up too much space. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you identify that emotion, the thoughts stop. Yep. And it takes, it's like the power of that spiraling or whatever is gone. God damn it. Okay. All right. And then for some reason, I got two of these ones and we are using the awakened soul. These are ones that I use on uh, Witchy Wednesday all the time. So the first one is change. All right. Our awakened soul is not afraid of the snake that she is holding. She is looking it straight into its eyes. She is confident and she is and sure in the face of change. Snakes have long been a living symbol of change. Can you stand your ground and look at this change straight on? As the snake sheds its skin, it reminds us that it is needed to grow. Snakes shed their skin when they become too tight, small, and restrictive. Mm. Staying still for too long can cause you to get stuck. When you allow things to take their natural course, you will find these changes still happen in the journey. And the journey will be easier because you understand the nature of change. Nothing ever stays the same. So it says change is inevitable and will come whether you want it to or not, whether you accept it. 
Change can be scary, hard, and sometimes downright heartbreaking. When you are able to accept that change is the only constant in the universe, you can deal with it with more ease. The only thing that you have true control over is how you act and react in and your actions that define who you are. One of my favorite sayings about change is shit happens, it, so shift happens. Oh, love that. I actually maybe want to title that or video. Now I'm not going to be able to decide. Shit happens, so shift happens. This card is asking you to look at the events that are happening to you and around you in a new light. The more you resist change, the harder it is to move forward. And often the further behind you become. Whoa. Other people grow and renew new goals while you are stuck in the past, unwilling to change and move forward. Take some time to contemplate this card. The change that you are experiencing, an inner change, or is it an external change? Is it a small change or something more drastic? Not all change needs to be life-changing. Even the smallest shifts can illuminate so much. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Especially with this Capricorn Virgo shit going on, the smallest changes can really change a lot affirmation is I allow change to happen in my life with grace. Um, they do like kind of like a personal reflection, like a journal prompt, even how can I shift my perspective about change? That was fucking awesome. Okay. Then the next one is sanctuary. How much do you want to be our awakened soul right now? She sits completely comfortable with her own company and that of her cat. She is surrounded by sacred tools, her favorite books and tarot decks. She is recharging in the inspiring new view and knows that she can take oh my God, that she can take sanctuary outside in nature as well. Okay. Sanctuary for her is any place where she feels safe where she can enjoy things in her own time and terms. She enjoys her simple rituals like a cup of tea and a book or the space that the silence allows her. She has given herself the gift of time and space to recharge. She can gather her thoughts and find her inspiration again. It is, it is a space that she can come to anytime she feels burnt out by the world, out of touch with herself. So the awakened meaning with this is the sanctuary card asks us that if you give yourself some grace and space, if you, if you pressure yourself to be consistently productive and achieving, you may feel guilty allowing yourself downtime. Allow that guilt to go bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> okay. When was the last time you spent some time creating sacred space for yourself life can be a little bit like a battlefield at times Woo! creating a sanctuary in your home and with the people that you love is so vital to your emotional mental physical and spiritual health you may find rituals being out in nature or aligning the energy of your home is enough for you your relationships and other awakened souls can be a sanctuary can you create intentional space of retreat in your home for yourself and the people that you love can you leave all outside worries and stresses at the door and support each other in your journeys? Nature is a temple. A swim in the ocean or a hike in the woods may be the best way to recharge. 
So the affirmation with this is I allow my, I allow myself time and space to recharge. And the personal reflection is what would be the ultimate sanctuary look and feel like to you? Oh, it's this to make a vision board even to manifest it. We're still in that new moon energy. Yeah, we're still in the, yeah, we're still in the manifesting cycle. I also feel like that really reminds me a lot of this retrograde energy too. And that balance between like, sometimes when we need to put ourselves first, we're, it's hard to do that if we don't even hear ourselves. So sometimes we need that space to hear, to hear that inner wisdom, that inner knowledge, that inner intuition, right? Yeah. But I think that even like, let's go back to justice, justice real quick. it's that conviction feel it's like um you will finally be right or you're going to be met with the rewards however you have to remember that balance is needed anger must be tempered with kindness the material supplemented by the spiritual so it's going to be back and forth yeah. yeah it's like someone really pisses you off so you need you're like hey i need a minute alone so i can figure out what i really feel and think about this before yep. i try to say something but another thing that's popping up in my head too is divine timing right because sometimes we're always trying to force something to happen when it's just not the time and then other times the time comes around and we're not paying attention and we miss the time you know so it really yeah. is like that like again, that conviction, you're, that's a, that is like a, now's the time, you yeah. know, that's like a whoop on, you know? And then it's like, also when do you, but you have to, again, that's like that, what we said, like, you have to know that for yourself. You have to know yourself well enough to know when you need a break and you need to be alone versus when you need to get back out there. You need to know when now's the not, not the right time versus now's the time, right? Yeah. Like you have to know that inner calling and follow it and trust it. So just to kind of like, put these two in general the water and cleansing with the change this is uncomfortable we are cleansing we are trying to change it's weird it's awkward this is that back and forth this is weird this is awkward we're all going to be feeling fucking weird so where do you go for your safe place Ooh, yeah where are you going to go to recharge to figure out who you are to find peace and I, that reading that one for me made me realize that we didn't do a meditation before this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that that's going to be the thing for me. I know is that I do a meditation every day to like recharge, to get back into mm -hmm. my body yep. and call all my pieces yes. back. Yeah. Yeah. So this, this tarot reading is literally saying like, this is going to be an uncomfortable week. How are you going to dance with it? And where are you going to go to feel safe? love it oh, okay guys so there is a lot of stuff that we are in the works doing now um this weekend the 24th 25th and 26th we will be here in the shed doing many readings just like festival prices um i don't go to any festivals anymore mystic fest anything like that so this is the only time that you will ever get these prices so we're doing the $40 medium, $20 tarot, $30 astrology slash human design. Yeah. So we will both here be doing that first come first serve. Um, we're also going to be selling a bunch of handmade stuff. I have people that um, made crystal stuff and then um, I have crystals and yeah. my best friend makes really cool, like little evil eye bracelets that I'm going to put out for her Yeah, sage. You said you had sage. Yeah, I'm going to be selling sage. Um, 
you said maybe even some tarot cards. Like we're going to have some witchy shit at our garage sale. <laughs> and so, some regular garage sale yes, shit yes, as well, yes, yes. like clothes. Other and- people are going to be selling stuff at our sale too. So um, this it's called Bargains for You on 92. It's something that we do here in Saunders County every year. Um, there's six other garage sales that are going on here in Prague. Uh, but ours is the <laughs> by far <laughs> so make sure you're coming out like checking out if you want to come out for that um if for whatever reason there is like a line or whatever we will take your number down you can go around town do whatever we'll text you when it's your time don't worry we'll figure it out um so that's the first thing that's coming up then we also have um we're still running our specials so we are doing the sacred seance which is like get a group of people together um we will connect to your past away people if you don't feel like connecting to your past away people you can we can connect psychically we can um i feel like you need to start do astrology (laughs) we can do tarot like we can do a lot of different things um but it is a party setting, right? Like basically you get your people together and we come entertain you guys with our spiritualness, right? Um, and then we also have our sacred soul coaching, which right now we're also running a special on the yeah. fact that if you are a previous client of ours and we have already kind of like, you know, laid that groundwork for you, we'll just, we'll just start with you as in like book a session, right? Yeah. And we have this combined session um, and giving that a shot. So check all of that out on our website There's and our so pages. so much information. We're going to have videos coming out talking about it too. Um, we are figuring out some kinks and stuff with that, but it's like all logistics stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, if you want to just, message just, us. yeah, just get a hold of us yeah. um, because we can figure it out and we can make it work. So return like people, past clients, guys, I've missed you. I've had so many people reach out that like past clients. So this is the time. This is what we're doing going forward. I'm not going back to coaching alone. This is what we're doing now. Um, Awaken the Witch Festival is on October 28th. We are still accepting vendors. Guys, we are looking for food people. If you have any any and entertainment, idea. entertainment and food is like our lot, but food more is like yeah. the most important. We need like food trucks or somebody that is licensed and whatever snacks for like <laughs> to cater or whatever. Like we're having a hard time figuring out food. Um, but so fucking excited for Awaken the Witch. It is going to be a powerful full moon night festival. Ugh, all of it. Um, tickets go on sale September 1st. Yes. So that's very fucking soon. So all of this also has to be in vendors, sponsors, all of it by September 1st. So tickets go on sale on September 1st. And there is only how many? Well, there's, there's differences. So 250, like 255, if you count general VIP and super VIP. So all 155 tickets all together. That's it. So if you want to get in, you have to like be on it because you might not get a ticket um it's an intimate thing we're not gonna let anybody old joe schmoes come in yeah like Uh, we're not doing i want to point that out about what makes us different from other festivals we're not doing this for the clout and the money like we're doing this because we are literally driven and passionate about this and that's why we have a limit on tickets because Mm -hmm. we want to make sure that it's like the right people coming that it's like 
she and said, like intimate picking all of these people, making sure that everything juju wise is good in alignment. Yeah, the like a lot of the vendors have already walked the property, and they are like, "Holy shit, we understand why we're doing it here. It's beautiful." So, it's not not your average fucking festival. This is gonna be litty titty. <laughs> It's going to say powerful, but that's better. <laughs> um, yeah. And then for me, I know that Sweet 98 is coming out with something soon for um, what I'm doing with them for Halloween as well. And also, oh, I completely forgot all about that. Yeah. I, I, I've been talking about we don't have a date fully picked out yet. So keep a lookout for that. Is that everything? We also have our own individual stuff. So if you would like to take a look at everything, guys, go look at all the websites and everything. Erica has been goddamn hard at work at everything and figuring out how to work my website, her website, on my Facebook purpose. It is a lot of shit. So um, please check out all the information and book any sessions. Like, share, comment, blah, 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 blah. We love you. All the things. Hey, bye. <laughs> hey, bye.